Hey, welcome back, people. It's DSC. You got Mr. Prez, and over here to my left, I got... Got your boy Cash, man. What's going on? It's only the classics. We back. We back for it once again. Only the classics. Uh, so this album, we went back a little bit further. We was kind of skeptical if we wanted to do this album that was coming up right yeah. here. But uh, we, after much debate, like we, did, we came up with Kanye West, Graduation. Classic. Yeah. Classic. Why, 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 why we pick it, man? Why, why, in your opinion, why, why you felt it was right to, to go with this one with all of the uh, different obvious choices? Uh, because we know his first one was was definitely a classic. It's, it's certified, like all the way through. You yeah. know what I mean? But it, it's been done a hundred times. Everybody's been doing it. Uh, this is like the one that I feel like people are iffy about. Some people say I don't. I don't know some people that say hands down classic. Other people just eh. So I thought we'll revisit and tell them why it's a classic. You know, let's go through each song. Yeah, for sure, man. I, I think I listened to it so much during this time. Uh, I was kind of like, I was questioning it at first because can you give somebody like three classics in a row? Like that's not that's not common. You know what I mean? It's just not. So I was kind of like, all right, let me be put on my critic hat. But at the end of the day, man, I just couldn't deny it. I just couldn't deny it. You can't like it's it's a couple that when they came out, man, they just came out, came out strong. And it was just like hit after hit after hit. But just not just like hits in the moment. It was stuff that could stand the test of time. It was just hey, like it's music label. Good music. It was good music. Can't deny it. Yo, man, let's not hold the people, man. Let's get into this review. All right. All right. Well, first, first, I do want to set the tone for this. Like, if y'all remember, uh, so this was 2007, and 50 Cent was starting to take a little dip in his sales on his albums. So he thought of the bright idea to challenge Kanye to, hey, who album going to sell the best? And... You heard we read the 50 book and he talked about it a little bit up in there. And he said, like, well, he was just they was both ready to release their album. But when he told Kanye that, Kanye took it back, went back to the lab, started mixing up even more, took out this song, added more songs on there. So uh where I think 50 was just looking at to get it to bump in his uh sales, Kanye took that shit serious. <laughs> and I, you know, I thank 50 for that. For that challenge because uh this this right here this album yeah man i think 50 kind of ruined it for me though man I, I wanted to keep that mystique but in 50's book he kind of ruined it for me saying that everybody kind of knew jay and everybody setting this up that this was just all a ploy i thought it was just like some real you know random thing that they they uh kind of put together and it, it kind of came to fruition but neither way man we got one good album from 50 it wasn't a classic, yeah. but it was a really solid album. And then we got it was a solid graduation, album. man. It was it was fifty going back to his basics, yeah. And then, uh, but <laughs> you remember what was on the line? Yeah, he was supposed to retire yeah, after yeah, that. Now. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he kind of he kind of did, man. I mean, the rest yeah. of them albums weren't too tough. Only real fifty fans really kind of still messed with him after that. But yeah, man, it was a good good. Uh, prelude to everything they you know still had 106 in park and they did that whole deal and every they played it up and they were in magazines and stuff like that so it did what it needed to do as far as press in my opinion you know what i mean so i, I was definitely a fan of the whole rollout it, it was genius 
Welcome to the graduation. Let's yeah, man. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> but so good morning, man. First track on the album. First track. How we say, man, every time you got to set the tone, man. This this is everything you supposed to do, man. But this is a little different, though, in my opinion. It's just it's super slow. It's nothing really uh dramatic about it. He's not giving you his life story or nothing. It's just it's an easing to the album, but it's still a super yeah. solid intro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's exactly what it was. It was just like, it was that nice little melody and it's easing on into the uh, to the album. Just like, you know what? Just, just take your time, relax, let's get here. I'm about to take you on an adventure, right? And a lot different from his other ones was used to having skits and stuff right there at the beginning. And this one, nah, let's straight getting into it with music. Yeah, it was all it was all music, uh, no playing around. And I think the competition part of it too kind of took over. It left no no time to waste. You know, you don't want to give 50 no room on this. That's how I was thinking mm-hmm. in 2007 when I was listening to it. But now going back, it just sounds like a solid body of work in this first song. And I, yeah, yeah, and this first yeah, song yeah, just on. being a, a, a dope prelude to what was going to come afterward. Yeah, and going back into it, like nowadays, I'm saying like, man, I play this song just going into work. Like it just, it is that good morning little vibe. Like, oh yeah, wake me up. Let me get fresh. Like, you know? Yeah, that's that's <laughs> weird, man. I think a lot of people do that to this song, man. Like, or if you haven't heard it in a while, it kind of becomes your little, your start, your starter song, man, for your, for your day, man. Yeah. So this is definitely something that'll last the test of time. It's not one of them intros that's gonna, um, that's going to blow you away, but it fits this project specifically. Yeah, yeah. So song number two, Champion. Man, he got a lot of joints on this one uh, as far as that I can <laughs> refer to, man. Like real quick, the reason why, you know, we we love this album is because we probably could relate to a lot of things he's saying or the beats are just jamming. But th- this song, man, I think it was the second verse. Then he was like, I don't know what my dad did for though. You know, you know the rest of the lyrics, right? Mm-hmm. But that's kind of how my father was. I had no idea what he did. I knew he sold some DVDs and bootleg this, that, and the third. But somehow, every single time I went back to school, I was fresher than a mug. So that's that line, those few bars Resonates. always resonated with me, man. But yeah, this this one turned up the energy a little bit. Yeah, man, it definitely turned up the energy, man. This one is like, it's like elevated, like you just conquered something, man. Like you, you, you on top of the world on this song, man. Like you, you, <laughs> the song champion. Like you really do feel that way when you pop this on. Like this is gonna make you feel like, man, I could take down anything right now. You know, yeah. uh, sounds corny, but I probably used to play this song a lot during my uh, our little physical fitness evaluations that we have to do for our job every year. <laughs> this was probably one You're of right, the... right, that sound corny. Yeah, it is corny. Absolutely. You know, you could... But but did you start playing it after you failed that one? Oh, man. People don't know about the failure, man. You got to keep that... Oh, my keep, fault, my keep fault, that my on fault, the tuck, though, fault, you know? But it wasn't played during that time frame, obviously. Yeah, absolutely. Nah, nah, nah. If this song would have been out during that time, I would have aced it, man. Yeah. All right. And then third song got, we got Stronger. Well, this is the single, man. I don't know what what more you could say about it, man. I never got I never got annoyed with it because it was a single. You know, I t- typically prefer the deep album cuts, but Stronger is it fits right in here. You know what I mean after Champion. Yep. 
Yeah, it definitely feel, fits in right at the champion because it's just like more of that same little tone, but even to another, taking it to that next level up, you know what I mean? Maintaining that feel, but just elevating it slightly, just keeping you even more engaged. It's like, well, ain't this kind of like the, but I'm, but I'm liking it. I'm liking it. Was it was different at the time. <laughs> and it definitely was different at the time because nobody was making these uh, techno type beats and rapping on them. You know what I mean? So this was like a different type of pocket that he was in. Again, once again, changing the game, changing the sound. Um, I just, I don't remember. Do you remember a rapper rapping over this type of stuff at the time? Mm. I, I I was left on this thinking like, do anybody make real shit anymore? I, <laughs> yeah, but, and then, uh, yeah, he just had Bow a lot of in the presence of greatness. Yeah, He yeah. just had a lot of great lines in this, man. And then that the techno beat, I'm like, yo, he goes from a lot of the soul samples in the first two albums. I mean, and then you come into this one, you got Good Morning, not too much of a soul sample, but then you got Champion with the, you know, soul sample, but then you come to this and you're like, oh, oh, what's, what's, what's this? this what's sound? this new sound? You know what I mean? And before you even heard the first two songs, you heard this. I think this was the lead single. So it's like, is yeah. this where he going with this? It sounds fresh. It sounds different. So I definitely was rolling with it from the jump. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, then from that, we got I Wonder, and I, that, that slowed it down a little bit. Uh, we we know in all these albums, they eventually, like, go to it, and they go, like, bring it back down a little bit before they're going to raise it back up to that elevation. This was, he started a little bit earlier than most of the other ones. They usually get us about five or six tracks in before. But I ain't mad at it. I ain't mad Not. at it. It's, it, it it's, it's good. Yeah. It's nice little reason. And I'm back on my grind. A legend in my own mind. Like when he started <laughs> going on that, those like stronger. I wonder. Those are like two songs in Good Morning, the third song. It's just like pockets where he was just giving himself ample opportunity to rap. And you know, Kanye isn't the best rapper as far as bars, but when he does spit his shit, he makes it count. You know what I mean? Yeah. And these type of beats is where he gels, man. I mean, and look, his flow on these type of songs, he makes his lines like where well, he may not have uh, the most impactful. They're, they're memorable. Yeah, yeah. They're memorable lines. You know, you know, mean? like when every how, single time. you know how when Drake used to stretch, stretch them lines out. You know what I mean? I think he kind of got it from Yay or borrowed from Yay. You know what I mean? As far as just stretching things out and just making placing an emphasis on what you're saying. It's not necessarily how many words you're saying, it's what you're saying, like you was uh, mentioning earlier, Prez. So this is definitely a good slowdown after two up-tempo tracks. Next one, man. Yeah. Next one is Good Life, man. So we got a little T-Pain. Hey, Kanye was already starting to mess with the auto-tune and everything, and now he throw T-Pain on here. Welcome to the good life. Yo, man, I, you know, I can't dance with shit, but this is a this is where I do a mean old two-step whenever this come on <laughs> at, the, at the early 2000s party, whenever, you know, whenever yeah. people running through their uh, 2000s, early 2000s playlist, you know this is coming on. And it's fire. No matter who you listen to it around, no matter what you say, you can be a hip hop head, a lyricist, whatever. This is that one. This is just one of them ones where it can stand the test of time no matter what room you play it in. Yeah, I will say something, though. I remember like in 2007 listening at this, though, this 
kind of like when I listened at this album, I was like, okay, him and 50 are cool. They just like they putting on the show because he started using that 50 yep. line like salt in the wound. 50 told me to go ahead and switch the style up. If they and hate, they hate, them, hate, them hate. hate. Yeah, man. Yeah, that, that's and then everybody thought it at the time it was a, a big diss. Like, ooh, you heard what he said in the hook? It was like he just showing he was showing 50 love but doing a playful jab. You know what I mean? At the yeah. time, so. Uh, ain't no way 50 would have let that cleared if he was like if they was really like uh against each other like that you know what I it mean? was kind of smart to let it stay because he mentions your name in the bar and it ain't it, giving you more promo right it ain't necessarily in um disparaging way it's actually just yeah. bigging you up so um brilliant brilliant uh opportunity on that hook right there so that's and y'all gonna hear us talking about it. I mean, they made it a market employee, so hey, it's still in my head to this day that they both went up against each other. That's how they both beefed up there. Uh, I think fifty, like we said, fifty game more off of it, but they was both using it as uh, marketing for their album. So that's why you're gonna hear us mention both of these albums together. It's impossible to, when you review it not to talk about that portion. Yes, sir. Yeah, they're absolutely synonymous, man. Uh, next one. The next. It's the anthem, man. This is my anthem, bro. I still play this on every time. Like, piss me off at work. Piss me off at work. Uh, can't tell me nothing, bro. Let me win something big at work or, or let me win something big at any, anything, anything at all. I'm Word, talking, I'm talking the most shit ever to this, to this track, man. Like, I don't know what more you can say, man. Like, you can remember every single bar in here, no matter if you're a rap head or if you just straight up know Kanye West. This is one of his top. 10 songs in all of his discography. Hands down, no debate. And I think everybody will put it in there. <laughs> Yo, I still laugh at that first line, like starting off, man, just was like, what? I had a dream that I could buy my way to heaven. Then I woke up and I brought myself a necklace or, or whatever he says. Like, yeah, man. I spent that on the necklace. I spent that on the necklace. That's what he says. Bro, it's just like, yeah, man, I, you know, heaven can wait. I'm about to wild out. Let's go get this. Yeah, man. I'm <laughs> like, man, just coming off of like the Jesus Walks type vibe. This was like Jesus Walks 2.0. You know, with yeah. the whoa. Like it just, he he brought that church vibe back into it. I don't even know what that sample is. It probably has nothing to do with it, but damn it, man. I this is I'll tell you what pissed me off though. The first time I heard this song, where was Jeezy? I just, it was just an ad lib, you know. <laughs> I was waiting for the whole time, like, ooh, gonna get this Jeezy verse. <laughs> yeah, the, the remix quite ain't do it, man, for me. But the, the, yeah, yeah, it was just I was waiting, for, I was waiting on it because at the time I was just listening to the album, not like looking at the credits. I just wanted to get right to it, and damn, yeah, yeah, he should have had Jeezy on the rich. It would have sounded a lot better to me if I would have just had the original Jeezy verse. I, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Just having that ad live, just like it works too. I was just like, but man, how you get how you get Jeezy at the time like flaming hot, you flaming know? hot. Yep. Yeah, and nah, you just doing the ad lib. Yeah, that, that <laughs> just let that, me get your ad. Yeah, that don't happen. <laughs> that don't happen at all. But yeah, top top ten Kanye track right there. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, we got Barry Bonds. This was like his one with Lil Wayne. And Wayne, oh. Wayne, this is this is on fire, Wayne, right now. When did Carter Two come out, man? But this is this yeah. before Carter Two. Uh, it don't matter. It don't matter. This this is this is prime Wayne. Man. So what I did say up in here, man, I don't like this beat. 
I still don't like it. I didn't like it back then. I don't like it now. But it's that it got like one line up in there that just grabs me every time. Like coming in the club with that fresh shit on. Uh 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 uh. <laughs> Yo, man, what? This 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 beat don't do it for you, man? It's like the, what is it? The simplicity the simplicity of it all or what? Yeah, I just like when it when it initially come on, like I'm just like, oh on skip, on skip. And then you hear that line, and it's like coming in the club with that fresh shit on, uh, with something crazy on my arm or something like that, right? Yeah. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah. So I, I just and then that that then I'm like, okay, I'm locked. Yeah. yeah. What you saying? <laughs> but see, that, that's to my point. Like these simple beats for rappers who make it count when they say something is the perfect backdrop for it. Like Wayne went the hell off on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then Kanye did his thing as well, and, and the hook was was fine. So to me, the simplistic beat actually did it justice that they would do too much, you know, to the beat. So I I, I dug it, man. And this actually was after Carter 2. Uh, you know okay. what I'm saying? So, yeah, man, Prime Wayne, man. I, I miss that guy. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. And then uh, next we got Drunken Hot Girls with Most Deaf. Mm-mm. You don't like this? No, no. Oh, this this I, 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 love I this let song, it play. Man. I let it play. All classic albums don't have a hundred percent accuracy. You know what I mean? They, they sometimes they pretty close. This is this is one of the ones. This is probably my least favorite song off the whole album. What? That is crazy, man. So I guess like so the last song like I I wasn't feeling, and this song you ain't. But like drunken high girls, like yeah, that's my jam on it, bro. I I, I play that. I just love most Def the way he's uh vocalizing on here, man. It just makes that song whole song just sound good to me, man. I can listen to that. Don't do yeah. it for me, man. Don't do it for me, man. I just and you know you'd have been in the club with that one drunk like just sloppy drunk. Like get, get the hell away from uh, me. Yeah, yeah. But I've never heard this in the club. Ever. Oh no, you ain't gonna hear that. Yeah, yeah, I've never heard. No, I'm just saying I'm saying they just bring you back to that feeling. Uh, like. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, least favorite joint, but it's not a skip. It's just my least favorite joint. He's crazy. This song is still a great song on the album. I don't know what the hell is Cash Zach P, man. Get your get your life together. Get your life together. All right. Next, next up, flashing lights. Back on track, <laughs> Kanye. You're back on track. This this is this is my shit, man. <laughs> this is this is my shit, man. And the reason being is because um, he was just flossing on this shit whole yeah. time. Talking, you know how Kanye talk about all this, the clothing and all of the high fashion shit. But he's just styling and floating on the entire track. This is the type of cocky Kanye that I like. Yeah. You know what I mean? I did notice, like, going back, listen to this, man. This dude brag a lot about all these clothing lines, man. You, these people was loving you back in the day, man. You was making them so much money for free, and you're complaining about not being on the boards and all this stuff now, man. Hey, you was you was giving them free promo like crazy, It wasn't everybody, man. though. Everybody was giving yeah, everybody. everybody was, but you look back on this. This way you messed up. Kyle. All the shout-outs in the world <laughs> on this one, but, yeah, this, this my shit, man. I, I mean, again, like you was talking about um, he was giving shout outs like he the game, you know what I mean? Just yeah, yeah, yeah. You was remember, but you was talking about this on "Can't Tell Me Nothing" uh, when you talking about going inside the club with that fresh shit. No, no, no that was Barry Bonds or uh, uh, whatever. It's the same thing with flashing lights, man. When you walk into the when you was when we was going out, right? we in our mid twenties. That yeah. flashing lights, man. You felt like 
you know, all eyes was on you. Everything was about you, man. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, you walk in that club, man. You know, remember that scene on Paid in Full? You just yep. feel like the exactly. lights on you. Yeah, yeah like for that. sure. Hey, minute I walk in the club, bro, I was like, they've been waiting on me. <laughs> Yeah, man, for sure. Cue the slow motion. <laughs> for sure, man. All right, number 10, everything I am. Getting back to the roots, man. Um, DJ Premier and Kanye, man. So you talked about the 50 cent diss. You said, like, yeah, everybody was taking that as a diss. I felt like this was, like, the biggest diss at his uh, own, uh, like, record mate or whatever he was like uh, he was on good music coming was on good music right oh yeah when he was talking about will i am and kind of when he was doing all those flips nah, no where he said come come and pass on this beat but i made it into a jam like <laughs> uh, coming you stupid but why did you pass up on this Common admitted to it he admitted to it uh in interviews and stuff like that years later well you mean but he gave you b so you can't be that mad about it you know what i'm saying but yo this this is probably one of my sleeper um, favorite joints on here, man. Like I play this one a lot off this album, and I didn't realize how much I liked it until we went back and started listening to it to review it. So this is my shit, man. Yep. All right, number uh, the next, the glory, <sighs> bro. This is my happy dance, like uh, cocky music. You know when I'm feeling myself, right? You know. I've already played the champion, and next is come up. There's a uh, the glory, man. Like you just feel like everything going your way. Yeah. Like I done, can't do no wrong. <laughs> yeah, man. Like <laughs> when he was talking feel. about the grind and stuff like that, of course you kind of it. I related to it back then, based on what we were were doing in life, as far as whether we were working hard or working on whatever we were working on. And I kind of related uh, to right uh, now when he was like the grind, the nights, the early um. And he was mentioning no dos and all that stuff as far as just staying up until you get your shit done because you that passionate about it. And now you got the glory, all the all the things that comes from your fruits of your labor. So what was you passionate about back then? What was you doing, Cash? Go ahead. Spill it. Oh, man, I was the greatest rapper that you never heard of <laughs> at the time, man. You know what I'm saying? But, hey, hey, he was, man. He was out there. Yeah, you know, I, was, hey. I, I felt like I was the greatest at the time, but that was like some of the best times of my life. You know what I'm saying? As far as just making a new track, going to perform it, people actually rocking with it. So, yeah, you know. Performing at a couple of little small yeah, venues. Yeah, small venues. You, you, know you was on that grind. Yeah, yeah, definitely then, on the indie grind. Um, shout out to my homies. Day job, still doing it. Day job didn't help you out, though. Day job didn't help you out. Oh, all. no, 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 no. It definitely didn't. It did put me in some places where, you know, you couldn't really show off your talents. <laughs> it is what it is, man. Yeah. All right. Number, uh, then we got Homecoming. Corny, another corny story uh, that has nothing to do with the song, but everything to do with the song. Every time I'm when they hit that uh, 15 minutes, we on Final Descent. We're about to land. It's either this song, the Homecoming, that I play on my way to landing, or what's the uh, other one with Eminem and Ti on? Uh, I think it's on Paper Trail, not Paper Trail. Ti versus Ti. Anyway, I. I play this song for some reason every time I'm about to land. I, it never fails me, and that's the corny thing that I do. But uh, that's how certain songs stick with you, man. But Homecoming is a dope-ass song, man. Hey, you know when the NBA All-Star game was up in there and that comedy did that dope-ass intro, I still felt like this song should have been played at some point up in there because when you talk about Chicago, this song make me feel like I'm from Chicago. Right, do you think about me now? <laughs> yeah, Kurt, Chris Martin killed this hook, though. 
Yeah. And I, I feel I feel that way too, man. As soon as I walk up on the block, I'm coming home again. <laughs> and then like Yeah, boy. He had another memorable line up in here where he said, like, uh, they want to make soul beats like you, but they not like yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> like it was just just stupid, simple, but it was just well, like, he was like, he was out like, hey, shopping that platinum. He was speaking that truth. Me. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, he had a lot of he got a lot of witty braggadocious lines on this this song as well man and it's just splattered throughout this whole album where it's like not even called for to be flashy but he just sneak sneak one in man homecoming is uh is is a, is a song that i play often man i can't i can't front man uh it, this is just a dope body of work man and i he worked with chris martin a lot man and you saw chris martin on some jay-z projects afterwards as well yeah. so Saying it here or not, though, y'all have anything in Chicago? Y'all have any movie film in Chicago? This song need to be on it, just hands down. Like you just show when the plane landed down. It's like this song need to be playing. Y'all have it in some movies. Y'all have it in like, and like if you ever do an All Star Weekend out there and don't throw this, or, you know, I'm 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 I'll make a trip out to find out whoever running. I that think event. It, I think it was playing during this. Uh... This past year it was in Chicago, I believe. I think they were playing yeah. it during the commercials and stuff like that. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. They, but they, right. yeah, I think yeah, they yeah. were, man. Um, all right, and then the last song on here, Big Brother, and we all know the uh, significance of this song now. You know, like when he was talking about it, and it was just like, you know, like when you think you coming up and you think you you're you're it. But you don't feel your people or the people closest to you are putting enough back into you, man. I know the feeling, man. Like it's 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 one of those things like, man, like I just need you to like believe in me like I believe in myself. You know what I mean? We're going to make it through this thing. Yeah. And it's, it's, a not, it's a lot to say that he felt that way all while he was probably outshining a lot of his label mates as far as or surpassing expectations by far. And everybody kept getting the love from who he wanted to get the love from, you know what I'm saying, as far as Jay. And it was one of those, I don't know how to explain it. It's like when people see you doing well and they know you doing well, but never give you props for doing it, they're super proud of you, but never going to tell you about it. Never going to tell you. You know what I mean? And they rarely seldom show it. And it's like, damn, dog, like, you can't, can't at least say something. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's all you're looking for is that, like, hey, give me that feedback on that. And then, but you start internalizing in your own head. And next thing you know, you're like, well, I guess Beanie was more like a slam dunk and I'm more like a finger roll. But I got them singles, though. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Like, it's just like, I I guess it's more of, like, who you gravitate to. You know what I'm saying? Like, Ye was so different from the rest of everybody on Rockefeller. It was like, I think Jay just naturally gravitated towards the other dudes that he had more in common or could identify with. And Jay was just a little bit different. And, you know, it happened, man. I'm going to put it out there, though. Like, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say it. Like, it was like, this is what's a turn in hip-hop. Like, the, the more gangster stuff used to sell the most out of everything. And then, like, Ye was coming in this different lane. That It was a lane that was already there, but, like, nobody had done it, like, really like him. You had the Talib Kweli's, the most deaf, but they wasn't out there, like, selling to the extent of the gangster dudes and stuff like this at this time. So nobody was really, like, will it work, won't it work? And then when he came in there and everybody 
everybody just the whole wave just changed and went that direction and now you could be more of yourself and more of your personality into it you ain't gotta be gangster you could just go out there and be yourself and you know long as it's good music that everybody can listen to it's gonna be great yeah i mean he got the ultimately he got the praise years later when we're talking about watch the throne and and all the other things that he did with jay and how jay you know trusted him with his career as far as you know making beats and stuff like that that he's been on so he got it back it just took forever to get that that respect so i, I think that he always had that respect or jay always had that respect for him it was just like yo man i ain't i ain't got to give you the praise i, I rocks with you you know what i'm saying so it's kind of one of those things where you know it's just, it just made for a better song just because he was able to speak on it and you you understood exactly how he felt and he left it there you know, I mean, so I think only like Unified, we had like one song that we are on this that was just like, eh, but it's just one of those that's when you listen at the album, you're going to play through anyway. Like this is another one when I pop in, well, I don't tell y'all back in the day, you still had to buy the CDs and everything. When you pop this in though, like I think I still got the CD back here as a matter of fact, but uh, yeah, when you pop that in. This was money well spent. This was a good-ass $13 that you went out there and spent on this album. You know what I mean? So, yeah, well, $9 if you called it ahead of time. We dating ourselves. So, yeah, so Best Buy, if you, called on the, you, if you called it on those release dates, man, it was $9.99. You, if you waited till like a, a, a three to four weeks later, it was $13.99. So, you make, make sure you was out there on release dates, man. Yeah. Overall, like we said, only the classics. We only covered down on stuff that isn't talked about or highly regarded as a classic but you know and i know and you know and i know and you know that this is a classic and you can't deny it once you go back to it so uh shout out to kanye man you know it's music is separate from the person that's all i'm gonna leave it out leave it as you yeah. know right there man. yeah 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 we just we just <laughs> the music not the person <laughs> hey hey and i can tell you right now so coming out the gate Kanye was he was out there swinging, man. Late registration, uh, college dropout, and then uh, and, and then this, you know. And that was just all three, and they kept elevating each other, you know. One after the next, it was just doing better and better, you know. Just elevate his startup, and the first one was already a classic. All right, man. Well, yo, let, let's wrap this thing up. But before we leave, Prez, before we leave, gotta let the people know what's next on the review. What's next on Only the Classics? Only the Classics. The next one we got, man, this was going to be very unique, man. Like, Little Brother, The Minstrel Show. Oh, man. I, if you don't know about it, we're going we're gonna to put you on to it. I can't wait hey, for this it one. should have been in your catalog a long time ago, man. I cannot ago, wait man. for it's, that it's one, a, man. It's, it's a good one. Uh, we're going to add this to the playlist. If this is your first time coming here, you like what we're doing, man, uh, like it, subscribe, hit the bell, like whatever going on, man. And then uh, just check for us. Keep coming out. Like I said, go on to the next one if you want to hear more. If you got an album that you think we should be reviewing, go ahead and put it out there in the comments or something like that. And we'll see about getting around to it. We're going to go get to the ones that we think are the classics that people don't know about first. But as we come down, uh, we'll, we'll go visit these other ones with everybody else. So. For sure, for sure. Like you said, Little Brother's up next. Uh, if you like what you you listening to, don't forget, you know, show us some love on Patreon or whatever. Don't Sleep on the Couch podcast or DSC underscore podcast. You can find us either way on there. Uh, check us out on our podcast, our regular uh, podcast that comes out every Tuesday. We'll drop this audio as well on our podcast. 
what, what is it tomorrow or by the time you listen to this, you'll be able to tell a friend to tell a friend on an audio version as well. So, yo, I think that's that's about it, man. Hey, but before we do, that's not like, about it. If you're gonna if you're gonna, <laughs> you gonna come in. If you want to come in about this, tell me, like, what, do y'all think he's crazy about the drunken hot girls? I, I just, I just like the song going here. Is is he crazy for not feeling that? I don't know. Yeah, y'all, am I crazy? let us let us know, and let us know if you disagree with this being a cl- uh, a classic. We also want to know that too. We down to debate. You know what I mean? We maybe bring you on sometime, and we could discuss why you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I right, with that we uh All right, peace. <laughs> It's 51 minutes. It's the album. 51 minutes, 24 seconds. I right. always got all the little dumb, dumb stuff noted on there. <laughs> all right. Ooh, I just started recording all over again so I can have a clean start point okay. for the video and audio. So. Ooh.